<sighs> Welcome everyone to the latest episode of Here's Johnny Podcast. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. And we're back, just the two of us. You know what? That has me excited. The content of this episode, we are reviewing our Crappy Kaiser movie. It is Tanny in the T-Rex, or Tanny in the Teenage T-Rex from the title card, which is just something special. It, uh, it was it was a nice uh, kind of start of the movie to let you know what we were in store for. Oh, Lord. Uh, as many as you know, I'm kind of uh, snooty, the right word, when it comes to my horror movie taste. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I think it's a fair word, right? Well, not I wouldn't say snooty, but I don't I know. Like, I like to word, enjoy but... what I'm about to watch, and knowing okay, that yeah. probably not makes it hard. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna be doing that. But like Justin mentioned, in the most important thing, bro, it's do you know how long, long it has been since you and I have been on a podcast, just me and you? April. April fifth. Holy shit! Okay, so was that like two months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been uh it's been quite a man, two months. Don't get me wrong, I've loved having our patrons on. Obviously we love collaborating with Rachel and Mars. Absolutely. It's but... nice to get back to like back to <sighs> basics for for a little bit though, right? I mean it's Well I just like after... talking it's just fun because we did it together and it's been hard because like we haven't really been able to like bounce new ideas off each other. It's all been through text. Like, usually we spend like half an hour to an hour every week just like planning out what next steps are, things to add in. And that hasn't even been an option because we don't want to waste our guest time. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, like so, today before, I mean, before we started recording this, we talked about, I mean, a bunch of shit that we haven't been able to talk about. Yeah, so we just like kind of try to catch up and make plans and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this, so this week we'll do a little, we'll do a catch up. Uh, Justin actually has some breaking news for us. Um, we're going to get into our view of Tammy and the T-Rex. Huh. Um, I, I do, do want to, I do have Rachel's audio. Perfect. Do you want to talk about what next week is now, or do you want to save it for the end? I saw you tweeted it out earlier today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can finally talk about it, but uh, yeah, we we were given the opportunity to watch Werewolves Within. Thanks again to Ubisoft and Matt for hooking us up with the hookup. Um, yeah, so we're going to be reviewing Werewolves Within next week. Which is and that's exciting. based off of something, right? Yeah, it's actually a Ubisoft... Vid- it's a video game adaptation. Okay. Yeah. So I am going to be watching it probably Sunday or Monday night. Um, mm. I didn't want to spoil the fine vintage of Taming the T Rex before we reviewed it. So <laughs> yeah, I kept that. I, I think fresh. I am going to rewatch it before just okay. to get a refresher. It's been like two weeks. You watched it as soon as you got it. Oh, hell yeah, I did. I've been, I, well, because I, I mean, I was genuinely. You did all the work. You're the one who wouldn't got it. Well, I was genuinely excited to see the movie, and then I saw the Ubisoft logo, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll try. And then lo and behold, it worked. So. There you go. So what's been new with you, man? Oh, man. Um, I think I played Dark Souls since the last time we talked. I don't remember. You did. You beat Dancer on the first try, same as me, and you beat Norm on your second try. Yeah. How many tries one, was one, Norm One better you? than me. Oh, one better. Three. Okay. Uh, I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to figure out. So the first time I died switching the gear on the first run through. Yeah. I tried to that, switch to the sword hard. immediately. Yeah. Um, the second time, I didn't know how to do the... Uh, charge yeah okay and by the time i figured it out i'd already burned through my assets but the third time it was not that big of a deal yeah i mean so i guess we both beat the dancer in uh one go huh 
the build that you found made that so much simpler. <laughs> well, uh, my hope is that that build is going to carry us to the end of the game because we only have three bosses left. Yeah, I've heard there's some optional bosses that are kind of fun, so I'm hoping that when I stream next, which will probably be Sunday, I'm thinking Sunday afternoon tonight, probably like a two or three hour, maybe a four hour little jaunt. Okay. So I'm at Dragon Scale Armor, so I need to beat him and then kind of let chat guide me. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not going to lie with how my work's going. My goal this weekend is to just get it done. Well, luckily you have, like, honestly, if we get it done in time, because next week's going to be The Werewolf Within, the movie Justin got for us. Yeah. We, if we get it done in time, we could even flip Dark Souls 3 with King Kaiju be scary and actually end the season properly. And I think we could probably do mm. that in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird that think dark souls 3 is like a lot easier than the first dark souls so funny story okay. uh one of our patrons kyle is also one of my friends yeah um saw the trailer for elden ring oh god i'm yeah and he's a huge george rr R. martin fan and okay. so he picked up the first dark souls and i keep trying to he, he thinks we can play together and i was like yes we can but, but it's, it's more not what you're thinking that. yeah like i can come help you with bosses but if i come in there and die like it's over like, yeah. there is no more me with you. Um, and I was also... So, well, I reinstalled Dark Souls Remastered and got my okay. new character up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... Knowing how to play the game now, I was able to burn through the first four bosses pretty simply. Oh, really, eh? Hmm. I mean, it's the same character from last time where I did all that outside grinding, mm-hmm. right? I think it's knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. I mean... Similar to like an old school Final Fantasy, right? Where like yeah. the first time getting into it can be brutal, but once you know what you're doing, it's not that bad. It's just knowing what you're getting into. This one's just a lot more brutal if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't really... I think I have a list. I, I, I've actually been keeping track of all of my deaths and how they happened. Oh, I decided that wasn't happening when I died and before like, 40 times in one I day. don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. wow. So, like, each each, each boss. That, like, that, those tallies look like the total amount that I died from a Vort on night one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only real boss that gave me trouble was Pontiff. And I, I blame that on my sinus infection, so... Yeah, because I actually had no problem with Pontiff. Damn. Because people kept saying, like, he had to be wary when he got into his second form, the the, like, the raised alien. angel thing. Yeah. But when he was doing that, I just ran in and beat the piss out of him. Well, so that's, that's what I, I did. Like, it. like when I was fighting him, every time he did that, because people were like, watch out for it, I backed up and was like, okay, I'll wait here. But then... The oh, wait, wait, we got to pause. We got to pause. We yeah, okay. pause. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to Dark Souls <laughs> is coming up soon. We'll, we'll go into it. But yes, I, we, we have both turned a corner... The build Justin found for us was truly made the experience so, so, so much better. And yes, yeah, so Dark Souls is on the back burner for, mm. for now. Only because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, oh, it's, that's going to be an episode. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, oh, I've been, pl- I played, uh, oh my God. Fuck. Uh, L- Lamentum. So okay. I, I forgot that uh, it's called Lamentum. Um, it's kind of like a, there's there's a demo way for it on Steam right now. That I played the demo basically, um, and it it's basically like a indie Silent Hill based in Victorian times. 
and and that's actually been really creepy and really cool. Um, but again, it, it was just a demo. It was like an hour too long, but it, it was fun. Um, something I was going to bring up in breaking reviews, but I'm just going to do it here, is that I have been playing on and off uh, the PS4, like the console release of Green Hell. Um, yes, we we've talked about Green Hell before. I I don't I don't think I need to sell it any more than I already have because I think the, the guy uh, who I watch probably my favorite YouTuber is the guy called the Outer Middle Show. Yeah, he cut his teeth in the forest, but he plays a lot of those survival horror kind of games. Yeah, so I've watched loads of Green Hell on PC. I honestly like I I wasn't sure what to expect because uh, uh, earlier last year we had that uh, rough console port oh. of stranded deep i think it was called or something like that That was su- that was the second time i tried to play the first time i tried to play it i got on pc yeah without looking at specs <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and the computer did not yeah. handle it so i got a refund uh and then obviously we got codes for it we got a bunch of codes for it, which was super cool so we were able to actually get a bunch of people's thoughts people who we know like playing games like yeah the forest and it was pan for all of us. I don't oh, think was, any of us uh, had a good time. It was which not is fun. such a bummer. But but on the plus side, I, I really think that uh, Creepy Jar, who's the developer of Green Hell, um, I think they did a really good job on the console port. Like it feels really good. And okay, honestly, like I know you are a fan of the forest. I I love you the forest. Should pick up Green Hell. I think it's a, it's pretty cheap too. It's like well, we'll when t- I get we'll to talk. my games, we'll talk about it because <laughs> I I think I'm developing a problem. Oh, it's a me problem, I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Green Hell, it's like 25 bucks, And it's almost, it's basically out on everything except for Switch. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been really fun. Um, okay. Damn it, I feel like there's something else too, but I just, oh, I started playing Ratchet and Clank. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I've heard it's amazing. It I've is. heard it's so <laughs> it much so fun. <laughs> um, I'm so jealous. Uh, I've been kind of. It is the first, I, I told you that that was a game that made me want to get the console. Yeah, oh man. It was, just because Ratchet and Clank has been, I've been playing it since I was a kid, right? Yeah. Oh, and nice. I haven't watched anybody, any streams of it, but so many people have been talking about it, I'm just so jealous. It is maybe one of the best looking games I've ever played. Cool. Um, oh, cool, cool, cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> At least it'll be there when I get my PS4 or that's, 5 that, one that's day. That's true. <laughs> I will say, uh, I've also, I haven't put too much time into it. I've only put maybe an hour into it, but I've also still been playing uh, the... DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrate, or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, go to Hell Square Enix. I am obsessed with the minigame. Okay. The Fort Condor minigame. Ooh, I didn't know that. So I uh, I don't know. I've been, I have not looked at, into it at all. Okay. I saw one of our old compatriots of UFF on Twitter talking about how the difficulty is super, super hard, and he platinumed seven remake uh, have you found that at all if it gets hard i'm not there yet but i mean i'm only okay. i i literally like i was i unlocked the ability to do fort condor and i just been doing <laughs> that. it is so much fun not to change up the subject too yeah. much but there was that demo that came out for the final fantasy origins game yeah have you got to play that yet no uh so it, it came out and apparently it was like the download was corrupt for like three no! days it looks so good Oh, it boy. looks so good. Um, I, uh, I I have it downloaded. I haven't played it yet. I was actually, I was thinking that if I get Dark Souls three done quick enough on Saturday, 
obviously yeah. this is in the past now. Um, I might actually try to stream it depending on how it goes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do want to play it. I'm a little concerned because it looks very, it looks weird. The, the protagonist looks weird. It looks like type zero a little bit. Yeah. It, it just looks very like <laughs> normal. But if it controls like final fantasy seven. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and we it, get to go fight looks, Garland. It looks like it's gonna control more like like a knockoff Devil May Cry. Even better, I like Devil May Cry. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm saying. But a knockoff, so I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, no. Yo, please, if you have the time, please play before next week because I I'll, I'll, you're I'll the one sure. person who I know who has a PS5 <laughs> and who has just the same amount of passion for that game as I do. So I'm relying on oh, you. Speaking of, I also get my uh, uh, red controller tomorrow as recording this that's exciting for me uh nobody else sorry um (laughs) i I picked so uh, in square's (laughs) thing too yeah they also mentioned the steam ports of those of the first six final fantasy games is it ports of the ps1 version is it like no so it it is like it's called like a pixel remaster it's basically like uh like a blend of the current releases on Steam right now and the old school. It just looks... It, I mean, it looks nicer, basically, but... Because I've been wanting to go back and play 6. Obviously, I have the PS1, but the version on Steam don't pick that is one the up. weird version. Yes. So, it, so that, that's why I want to know if this one's going to be an actual PS1 port No, six. so it's going to be just like a slightly more cleaned up look because the, the, the PS1 games are made to be played on CRTVs. Like the pixels were yeah, created yeah. for CRTVs. So it's, they're basically... That's why Final Fantasy 2 can't be beaten uh, on a PS3. Oh, really? It's For some, there's something... Like, you get to a certain point in Final Fantasy 2 on P- PS3 and it's corrupted. You can't go any further. Really? The game I... dies on you. Oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Remember when I was trying to go through the whole franchise in order, and right, I found that out? Right, 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 yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, basically, I think they're just, like, cleaning it up and re-releasing it. I don't know why they're not putting it on a console. It's kind of crazy, but they are putting on a mobile, which, whatever. Yes, that's your shit. Yeah. I think I, I do when my phone dies, but it's paid off. When it dies, dies, I want to get one of those foldable ones. If it's that big, I might be able to actually do it. I actually just got a new phone too. Well, I ordered a new phone because my phone's a piece of shit. But um, I'm trying to think. Um, I picked. I actually got delivered today um, the card game for Dark Souls, which I'm yep. excited to play. Um, man, I honestly I think that might be. I know that was kind of all over the place. I'm sure I'm forgetting. Oh, I finished the first season of Attack on Titan. Fantastic cool. as always. For the first time, I started watching season two. It's weird. Um, I think you might actually like the first season of Attack on Titan. Uh, I know nothing about it, so I have no idea what you. Just mean. it's you should watch. You should try to watch it. Okay. Give it like okay. three episodes. It's on Funimation, so I know you have that login. Thanks to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, season two is just weird. I'm like halfway through, and it's just kind of. I, I've heard it's the sloppiest season, and it's that's definitely true so far. Um, but okay. other than that, I think that's it. Uh, what about yourself? I'm on season six of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, damn. That was quick. <laughs> just, you know, I said it on the background. Like, I, I told people before, like, when I play video games, especially when I get to what I've been mostly playing, uh, 
if I'm not playing with other people, I don't listen to the game anymore. I just throw on something else, whether it be podcasts or audiobooks or a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I started my job, my part-time job. I'm bartending three nights a week. It's been very dead, but when people come in, it's been fun. I, I enjoy talking to people. Obviously, I have a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, and it's been cool, and I'm saving that money up. Uh, part of the money is going to go, Devin and I are, are potentially going to go to Barbados in December. Oh, nice. Yeah, we have a friend who lives, who's living there for a year. She's like, her, her work's remote, so she travels fun places and stays at fun places. Wait for like, last year, she was in Alaska. Goddamn. So we are considering that, and then the other part of the funds is going to go towards me building a PC because. Good call. <laughs> it's 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 been struggling. It's when a lot of programs aren't opened up, it does seem to be doing better. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, as far as games have gone, I haven't touched Dark Souls 3 because I got really far ahead of Justin. Really unintentionally, I just started getting on a roll. Hey, that's, he is, that's good though, right? I mean, Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so I took a pause from that. I want to get back to it again like on Sunday. Honestly, all I've been playing is Destiny 2. Oh, man. Back in. Hard. Back I'm in. I'm like, I'm super light leveled up. I'm like almost three, like I'm like 13... So soft cap is thirteen ten. I think I'm thirteen thirty six. Is there like a hard cap? I think thirteen forty. Oh wow! So you're like. I think that's what the hard cap is. Uh, I've been raiding with a friend uh, named Robo Road, whose clan is. What's the right word? A bunch of sweaty boys and girls. Um, of. To give an example, you know raids are a six-man activity? Yeah. Uh, Robo Road has beaten the newest raid with two people two separate times. So him and one person, and then again him and another person. Just two people. Damn. What the fuck? (laughs) Whereas my current clan, we spent five and a half hours trying to beat the raid and couldn't do it. So it's been... It's been an experience being with such a crispy group, and it has inspired me to prep and potentially take on some challenges that I've kind of avoided, thinking I couldn't handle it. Okay. For example, there's like a there's a three man dungeon. Okay. Called, uh, and but if you do it by yourself, you get special rewards. Oh, okay. So I am thinking I want to go try and do that for myself. Nice. Good. And yeah, uh, it's, it's nice. But the bad part is, is like, I haven't played anything else. Like I'm working three nights a week. So that's three gaming nights gone. Right. Um, obviously I spend time with my wife and the dogs and everything. And yeah, so I don't know. Uh, welcome to life. (laughs) I I know (laughs) I have six hours left of the last Aragon book. I'm super excited to be done with that. Yeah. And then kind of the last thing I'll share before we get into Tammy and the T-Rex. I do have a breaking thing as well. I thought you just did it. Oh, no. I still have one. Biomutant. Oh, you did one of them early. You're going to do the other one next. Sorry. I misunderstood. No, no, no. That is all gravy. Okay. So last thing I'll share before we go to breaking news is uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Got up up around like 6.15. 
to uh, and we were getting ready, and Devin asked me to go grab her Starbucks, which is fine. Wednesday, it's the roughest day of the week, I think. And so I left. I didn't lock the door behind me because it was early. We lived in the country and just didn't think about it. The Starbucks is like literally two minutes from our house. It's in a, it's in a Kroger right by us. Go in, grab it, coming back. And in the on the road back to our apartment. It's not a main road. It's like the apartment complex road. Yeah. And there's this dog walking down the middle of the road. And I was like, well, that's weird. Where's his owner at? And I realized it was Dante, one of my dogs. So I stopped my truck in the middle of the road, turned the slashers on around and grab him. But then all of a sudden his little brother comes and runs out. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I get them in the truck. We get back there. Mojo, one of our cats, was just sitting outside the door. So she went right back inside. Colossus, God bless that sweet angel dog, never left. (laughs) (laughs) She she has no interest in the outside without dad. Uh, But our newest cat, Stokely, who we rescued from the shelter, who came from a hoarding situation, was gone. Um, Devin and I spent like an hour and a half, two hours looking around for her. And then we found her. She was right outside the door inside a bush, mewing. Oh, my God. And she came inside. But I, I think people know I'm not really the most religious of types, right? But I'm just – I'm so thankful that that was the worst of it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it just makes me think, like, how such a small, simple thing could have been like, – I don't know what I would have done if I had lost those dogs. Yeah. Like they, they mean so much to me and the cats too and everything, right? It's just, it, it, it messed, I was messed up yesterday. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, nobody blames you for that. I mean, it sucks because I, like I lost cats and dogs before. I mean, thankfully I've never like lost, lost. Yeah. Same them, here. Yeah. It's especially <laughs> cats can be assholes. Uh, I remember losing uh, one of my, cats his name was gunther and he just like i was living in a house with like four other guys somebody Mm -hmm. just left the door open for like half a second he was gone didn't come back for three days i was losing my mind i like took work off because i was like (laughs) very emotionally i I was going glad to do to do stuff i i i I couldn't go in like so and like I know Rachel's sex, I I share with you guys when I was when it was all resolved, and she's like, "You literally just described one of my worst nightmares," and so I guess we are a horror podcast. So I wanted to share your own just personal the, horror. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because what what they did was because the the apartment's old, right? So either the cats or the dogs just kind of slapped at the door because if it's not locked, it can pop open. Oh. So they just smacked it and then it opened up. Damn. <sighs> fucking sucked. <laughs> but I, I wanted to share that because I, I know I talked to you about it at length oh, yeah, yesterday yeah, yeah. and it was. Whew. Hug your creatures and lock your doors, folks. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's your friendly advice from uh, the Here's Johnny tonight. But. Uh, Justin has some breaking news for us, so let's hit that fancy button and get on into it. This just in, I repeat that this just in, we have some breaking reviews and we now take you live to our correspondents on the ground, Larry and Justin. Boys, what can you tell us? 
Okay, so I guess it's uh, my turn doing one of these things. Um, it is. Yeah. Oh, man, how do I even start? Uh, so I, I do want to thank the folks over at Evolve PR, uh, precisely Chris. Always hooking us up. Oh. Evolve and AMC Networks coming through yeah, the clutch. Our, uh, our, our main hookups here. Um, yeah, so I'm bringing Biomutant. Uh, it originally came out on May 25th, 2021 on PS4, Xbox, and PC, but I am just getting around to doing it now because it is a long-ass game. Um, basically, What kind of game is it? So, hold that thought. Sorry. Uh, no, it's, like, it's all good. So, basically, the tagline of Biomune is, A plague is ruining the land, and the tree of life is bleeding death. Is bleeding death from its roots. The tribes stand divided in need of someone strong enough to unite them or bring them all down. Will you be able to divide together and stop the plague? Bring away the that doesn't make any sense. That oh well, <laughs> that's what it says though. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's like a open world action adventure game, kind of mixed with some like RPG elements. It's very like if you've ever played like Horizon Zero Dawn or I did, but I didn't like it. Oddly enough, I like Tomb Raider, which is a similar game. Yeah, um, but this one is like. <laughs> Not that great. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's 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 basically basically feet comes across as like just another open world game, which we've been getting tons of. Um, unfortunately, it seems like now most games are trying to be open and, world just to be open world, and it is. I I personally don't have time for it because I think it's like a, a, an open world can be really great if you look at like The yeah. Witcher Three, but it can also be like a huge waste of the player's time. Um, which, hey, this kind of is leaning towards that. Um, it, it, the the world okay. is very like there's lots of like explorable areas to like get new armor and new weapons and stuff and new weapon pieces to make your own weapons, but unfortunately, like there's no like good flavoring in the world. It, it looks very pretty, don't get me wrong, but like everything is just very dry. Like even like the entire plot is very like it's always go from point A to point B, clear out point B, you're done. Sure, okay, okay. okay. Point A to point B, clear out point B, you're done. It was, it's basically rinse and repeat over and over and over again. Um, the plot is also very, like, hard to care about because they do this weird thing, which, so you are, this is a post, post-apocalyptic game. So it is basically the second end of the world. So animals, okay. First animals, time wasn't enough. We got to run it back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so basically, the world has ended. These animals basically evolved, and now they see, can, like, that's what I know about it. Is like the cute little animal creatures. Oh, man. But they do this really. Oh my god, it drives me crazy. They do this <sighs> thing where if you are talking to somebody, they will talk in their like fakey fake uh, animal accent language. Okay. And then the narrator, after the character is done talking, will tell you exactly what the character said. So it's literally like the, a character standing in front of you, no subtitles or anything, just making these weird noises. And then the narrator will come in and say, like, he says this, but da, 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 and then he says this. Da, da, da. It's really, really like it doesn't care about the player's I'm time. I'm catching that you weren't having a good time. I was, <laughs> I really was not. Um, and was it, it scary though? Oh God, no, no, not at oh, all, okay. not at all. 
And was it like, marketed to be scary? Oh, God, no. No, I knew it wasn't. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But it's also, if you are trying to be a funny game, if you are trying to be, like, comedic in your game, you have to, like, really go for it. And you have to make sure that you are landing these jokes. This, unfortunately, is a circumstance where it tries to land all these jokes, and 99% of them fall flat. And they are just, like, constantly trying to be funny. And it's just not working. It really, like, there's a lot of this game that just doesn't work. And to kind of wrap it up quickly, because I really don't want to talk about it anymore. I really perfect. Was uh, honestly, I think you can skip this one. Um, thanks again uh, to Evolve PR and THQ Nordic. Uh, the game retails for. Sorry, I had to look up the U.S. price because I only know Canada you're price, good, and it's fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I would I would skip Biomutant if possible. Wow. Yeah, I was not a fun You're guy. usually very generous, too, for you. So for you to say a skip, that's... I, it bees what it does, I guess. Yeah, it was... <sighs> all right, it's all good. good. Let's, yeah. just, let's spend no more time on yeah. it. Thank you, Evolve PR. And uh, let's get into our crappy Kaiju review. Tanning and the Teenage T-Rex. No, that's the 60-second song. <laughs> <sighs> Lord. Uh, so, again, we had our patrons each select their own crappy kaiju movie. They narrowed it down to two. We put it out on Twitter, and thanks to Zombie Girl, uh, leader, dictator, whatever you want to call her, uh, <laughs> Rachel, dear friend, uh, we are reviewing Dan. Tanny and the T-Rex, uh, she sent us an audio clip in to let us know why she picked it. Uh, Justin, would you go ahead and play that for the audience? Hi, fellas. It's me, Rachel, the person that picked this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so by now, you guys should have watched and reviewed the epic, nay, iconic Tammy and the T-Rex and I'm guessing right about now 50% of you hates me a little bit so first off let me just say that Larry and I pretty much share the exact same philosophy when it comes to bad movies in a world full of really great movies that I never have time to watch why would I ever want to spend any amount of time watching a bad one I get resentful because I feel like I'm wasting my time. And maybe that sounds snobby and, you know, I'm not trying to be a big, you know, cinematic elitist about it. Oh, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit. <laughs> but the main reason I get so frustrated with these bad movies ultimately is because they're just so boring. There's usually some 
I don't know, like a gimmick or a shtick that is fun at first for a few minutes. But after about five or ten minutes, I'm totally over it. And now I'm just stuck watching a really bad movie. And that makes me very grumpy because that is torture. So that brings me to why I picked Tammy or Tanny. I'll let you decide what you prefer. This movie is in no way a good quote unquote movie. I can't even attempt to defend this thing solely on artistic merit. However, what it has going for it is its consistent what the fuckery. Every time you think this movie has shown you all there is to see, it tops itself and reaches new, often splattery highs <laughs> or lows. I mean, you know, this movie is just so demented. I mean, they feed Paul Walker to a lion, a lion, and then they eat pizza out of his skull. And those are probably two of the more normal moments in the movie, which really, I feel like, says a lot about its quality. <laughs> but, and here's probably where I'm going to drive Larry crazy, I actually think that there are moments of genuine great comedic writing in this movie. Stay, stay with me. Stay with me. There are little touches like the dinosaur checking the change return on the payphone or brushing Byron off after he picked him up. It's just this great, subtle, absurdist comedy. And I think the distinction here is that you're laughing at a joke and not just at how stupid the movie is. And I think that is the defining line between what makes this actually a so bad it's good movie. Anyway, the fact is, you have now seen this. <laughs> there is no going back. And honestly, if you ask yourself, was your life really complete before you saw a dinosaur flipping off the cop while making a getaway? No. The answer to that question is no. Also, Byron. I mean, Byron alone is worth the price of admission, right? So again, in conclusion, <laughs> this is not a good movie, but it's also not a boring one. And if you have to watch a crappy movie because you've decided that that is a thing that you're going to do for your podcast, that this is the format that you are following, then you might as well pick one that won't just be fun for a few minutes and then drone on for the rest of its runtime. Tammy is one of the rare, maybe only, movies where I get the whole, it's so bad, but that's what makes it fun sentiment that bad movie aficionados always talk about and claim to be a thing, but I'm really not that convinced is a thing, but whatever. That's a topic for another day. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying here is sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you had a little bit of fun with this one. I know I had fun doing the group watch with you. Talk to you soon. I hope we're still friends, right? Okay, <laughs> bye. So I think it's important to note she knows me very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we started off the podcast with the full intention of doing a crappy horror movie a season. Yeah. The first was Ginger Dead Man, which was our worst piece of media until Ginger nominated Rampage World Tour, <laughs> which I don't think will ever be unseated. Um, yeah, probably And not. then we did Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Yeah. And then we were like, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> Let's stop. <laughs> But we decided to bring it back for this because there were so many options and so many people like this kind of stuff. Yeah. We're going to get into where this ranks then between 
the ones we've done before. But first, Tammy in the T-Rex, or Tanny in the Teenage T-Rex, which is what the title card <laughs> says, is a schlock, dark comedy, horror-adjacent film released in 1994 from writer and director Stuart Ratfield. It stars young Paul Walker and young Denise Richards. Um, Paul Walker is probably most well-known for his role in the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. But for myself, I know him really well because I'm a big fan of the 90s rom-com teenage drama shit, right? Yeah. So Varsity Blues, okay. which is a football movie. Have you seen that? God, no. Football's not a thing in Canada, and I, I don't know if it, but it well, described fo- my... Football home. is a big thing, was a big thing in my house, but I okay. was just... Like, I played football, but I was... So a lot of people, people, like, I'll, I'll talk to people and they won't okay. believe me, but the way football was portrayed in that hometown yeah, is exactly how it was portrayed in my hometown. Hmm. Like, shockingly scarily. Um, I recommend it. It has James Vanderbeek in it. Um, Allie Larder is in it. It's a great movie. I'm probably going to watch really it. Good movie. <laughs> um, and then he was also in She's All That, which I know you've seen, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s friend who dares him to do the bet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Paul Walker did pass away in 2013, and it sucks because I I liked him as an actor. Wow, it was that long ago. Mm-hmm, I'm pretty sure. Holy yeah. shit! Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, Denise Richards. <laughs> uh, I've had a crush on her ever since I stole wild things from my grandpa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which we'll talk about later now on. I, yeah, now I now I definitely <laughs> understand the comments. <laughs> yes, uh, she was also in Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. She was in the horror film Valentine, which we should do some Valentine's Day. I think that's a fun oh, one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then she was a Bond girl in The World Is Not Enough. She was nuclear physicist Christmas Jones. You gotta love the Pierce Brosnan era of oh the Bond movies. Hey, Golden, I actually really liked Goldeneye. Um, the game Tomorrow Was Not Enough was I I liked it as a game. Yeah, that's but... the I like Nightfire. Okay, I see. I never. I played, played the shit out of Nightfire when I was a little kid. Oh, see, I never. PS2. I never played them after. I think Tomorrow is never enough for Tomorrow. Whatever. Yeah, Nightfire is because people know I'm not a big shooter fan, but I yeah. played the shit out of Nightfire. So there's like little puzzles and like little shortcuts you could unlock and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the multiplayer mode, you can make the, the enemies really weak. You get all these great weapons and just go <laughs> ham on them. It was fantastic. Uh, okay. Screenplay was written in two weeks. Okay. And this happened uh, after Ratfill was able to get his hands on an animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex on its way to an amusement park. And he had three weeks to film. So he wrote the screenplay in two weeks and filmed for three weeks. Oh, wow. Yes. Originally, the film was shot with a ton of gore. Uh, it wanted to be like really like splattery, right? Yeah. Um, but the, pro- co- the production company actually edited all that out for a PG-13 VHS release. It wasn't until 2019 when the film was remastered as a director's cut with all of the gore added back in. Wow. So like that two years ago? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, fun fact, Denise Richards in the Blu-ray edition of this movie is very proud of the film, and she says that she likes how much she learned on the set. Hmm. Okay. Um, the one thing about it she didn't like, she didn't like how awkward it was doing the strip tease at the very end. To, to the brain. To, for the, like, brain orgasm? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the film was shot on a budget of under a million dollars. I got that from the YouTuber Dead Meat. Okay. Uh, he does like horror breakdowns. We got a lot of this stuff from him because there's not a whole lot of stuff out yeah, there yeah. I was able to find really. Yeah. But he does a really really great job, and okay. he does a kill count for this movie, which I'd recommend. I think I think James over at Dead Meat does a really good job. And I want to say thank you to our patron Rachel for nominating this. That was that, yeah. that's like the biggest stuff I have. Honestly, Though, I shockingly the Wikipedia page was very empty. <laughs> I, I will say from the choices that were put in front of us, I'm probably ha- I think I'm happy that this is the one that we had to watch. There was a part of me that wanted Godzilla and Son because it has a giant spider in it. Okay. And Godzuki is so ugly, he's cute. That's Godzilla's son, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? No, I have seen the creature that is Godzilla's son, though. So, you, so you've seen Godzuki? <laughs> yeah, I have. Ah, uh, crap. So I am in charge of the 60-second plot summary. Dude, it has been a minute since I've done this. Yeah, we've kind of been ta- both been taking it very easily for the last two months. <laughs> All right, I have my stopwatch pulled up. Give me a three, two, one, and I'll just do this bad boy. Okay, three, okay. two, one, go. The film opens up with a very, very uncomfortable sequence where a bunch of high school girls are gyrating to this rock song about Tyrannosaurus Rex and dinosaurs. Um, and then f- goes to... Uh, Paul Walker macking on Denise Richards, but she doesn't want to do it because her ex-boyfriend's a jerk. That leads to a dick-grabbing contest in the middle of the parking lot. Uh, later that night, boyfriend comes over to visit Denise Richards, and then the bad boyfriend comes over, storms the house with his crew. The parents just watch it happen, chase down Paul Walker, beat the shit out of him with a baseball bat, feed him to lions. They're in the hospital. This evil doctor and his henchman woman with big boobs and a small dress come, say he's dead, steal his body away. While he's still alive, cut out his brain, attach it to some wires, hook it up to the animatronic T-Rex, and then is walking around. Just giving a lot of stuff. T-Rex starts walking around, Tan figures out who it is, her friend Byron helps her, but the cops still shoot it dead. Uh, at the very, very end, the brain is still alive, looking for a new body. Tan does a strip tease for the brain. The brain has a brain gasm and breaks, and Tan kisses a scream. Okay. There's just so much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, so much I was trying to give details and I lost time. I saw the time ticking down. And I had to get to the end because I had to use the word braingasm on the <laughs> podcast for the first time. I'm pretty confident I can say that. Yeah, there's a lot of things about this movie that were the first time that we've. Had. Oh my god, just there's a lot in this movie. So plot. <laughs> there was one. <laughs> there are things that I really liked about the plot. Okay. The first, yeah. the pacing was fast. Oh yeah, it was like it was not, it was nice. It was like nice an snack. 80 minute movie. It yeah. was fast, it was quick, it didn't linger on stuff. I really appreciated that because if you're going to make me watch a crappy movie, know you're a crappy movie and don't force me to spend more time with you than what I need to. Yeah. First big pro. Like I'm appreciative of that. That was something definitely Ginger Dead Man did not do. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, this, God, uh... that was trash. Okay, second thing. When I saw a gay black character introduced with Byron, which is Tammy's friend, and Rachel alluded to him. Oh, you mean the I was best really... character in the whole movie? Well, I was really afraid that it was going to be exploitative, yeah. 
stereotypical, all that stuff. It wasn't. Yeah, like it, it had. He had his moments. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, but it wasn't bad. Like it was all no. like, for comedic purposes, and it was all punching down. It was never like making fun or taking shots at him. It was yeah. like punching down, which was so appreciated. Yeah, some of the movies just don't do that. So oh, I really like that. Yeah, I I will say like it, it's it's weird how this movie like respects its characters. I mean, other than the bad guys who are obviously just like yeah complete and utter trap like they're they eat human brains specifically the libido they made a dick puppetry sequence (laughs) go on and on and on uh and then the third big pro that i had okay is very similar to what rachel said there were times i legitimately found this movie funny the dick puppetry not for me Oh, are but, we are we adding comedic effect to this plot score? Because my score is going to skyrocket. I actually no, okay. we, we are not. This is not a horror comedy <laughs> okay. review. This is a crappy kaiju review. Okay. okay. So I'm throwing the the funniness here because, for example, one of the scenes that I really liked, yeah, was when Byron and Tammy were in the morgue showing yeah the that dinosaur the bodies parts. yeah. That, especially because Denise Richards was definitely a very green actress, right? And Byer was kind of carrying her through that. Um, That whole sequence was funny. Oh, yeah. It was legitimately funny. Yeah, and like, man, there's just a lot in this. I like, there's a lot in this movie. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that, honestly, a lot of the times, the jokes hit, like, really well. Um, Yeah. Maybe not, like as their intended purposes like but it's just like so such a janky movie for i was i was going in thinking of it being more like ginger dead man yeah because blair witch yes it's a crappy movie review that we did but it's crappy because it just missed what made blair witch the original good right yeah absolutely ginger dead man was more in the same vein of this Yes. But this is... Oh, this is like... Loads better. Yeah, yeah. Not even on the same planet, yeah. even. Um, I do have some cons. Um, the science is dumb. Uh, the cops are incompetent. The parents... Abil- uh, Tammy's parents were so bad. Could not stand them. The problem is, though, is that the cops, they, if, I mean, yes, they were bad, but they were almost like not present when they needed to be. Yeah. And then they would show up just kind of randomly after, like, purposely after. Have you seen, do you remember Halloween 5, I think? No. (laughs) Is that the the cops at Halloween 5 are real similar to this? Okay. You'll see when we get to Halloween 5. Annoying. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Um, okay, so... But overall, for an 80-minute schlocky horror comedy movie, it was enjoyable. Oh, man, I'm not going to lie. I had a... Like, I- I'm not one for the so bad it's good movies either 
I think there yeah. are a couple in there that can be fun, especially with a group of friends, which is how we did it in the group watch. Everybody yeah. throwing up their gifts and everything. Even though it got all messed up several times and me and Devin finished like five minutes before y'all. Oh, that happens every time. That's okay. <laughs> um, but I think that this is definitely one of the better so bad it's good movies. I like I had a surprisingly good time. I know Devin loved it. Yeah, like I was I think because I have seen this now in the way we did, this is a movie I might show to other friends. Not only that, but like it gives me hope for a future crappy horror movie. Yes, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like we could like I I am more willing to take one on because even though this is not good and it's not going to get really good scores, it wasn't bad. <laughs> no, it, it, well, that's the thing. is, It was fun. Yes, it was yeah. fun. For plot, I gave it a five. I also gave it a five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it It honestly, like, it, 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 it's fast enough to It is enough uh, to already better attention. than, you know where to get zeros. It is already better than Rampage World Tour. Oh, <laughs> and it can't get zeros, so it's already better. <laughs> Cinematography. Um, looks like it was shot in a handheld camera at times. Uh, the CGI is... Horrible? <laughs> yeah, and that's probably the only word to use. Yeah. I will say the animatronic is cool. I like how they make it very clear it's animatronic, so they're yeah. not even trying to sell it as a real dinosaur. Um, the gore... Does it look good at times? But it's gory. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Yeah. Like heads coming off again. It looks like the heads look bad, but the blood is everywhere. Yeah. When Malachi's standing there and takes a bloodbath and the doctor's shaving the head, the doctor's cracking jokes as he's doing it. Like, there's a lot of gore in this movie. Like two people get gutted. Uh oh, McPo- again, the McPoyle it, gets gutted, right? Is that how he McPoyle and the doctor, yep. yeah. 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 And don't get me wrong, this isn't like this isn't gore on like a saw level. Oh or... no, it's like the goofy like over yeah, the Yeah, but it's still gory though. Oh yeah, there's like it's like it's honestly like... this is like what uh Wally World or Wally's Wonderland. Yeah. It's this is like the press like this is what started it, then Wally's Wonder World kind of built on that, not on like a hostel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have a lot to say here outside of the fact that it's not shot very well. There are a couple of shots like where the woman pulls it, like the bad girl pulls a wedgie out. <laughs> oh, right. and, yeah. The, and they, they made sure to get that in like slow-mo too. Yeah. And I'm going to put this here. I mentioned this in the zombie girls discord under spoiler tags. Uh, I am a notorious prude. Yes. Right, yep. we can yeah. we can agree on that. Yeah, but when I saw that this was a crappy movie <laughs> that had a director's cut starring Denise Richards, and again I know her from Wild Things. So if you've seen Wild Things, you know she gets her boobs in a lot. <laughs> yes, I was expecting some nudity, like a little bit of reward for sitting through the crappiness. <laughs> That sounds so dirty, but yeah, I mean... I, I, I know, I don't know any other way to say that, and 
I guess I was surprised by the restraint the director showed <laughs> in it. So, again, it's not a con. It's more like a surprise. Like, I thought for sure I was going to see boobs. I yeah. really did. Yeah, I mean, especially after, like, the, uh, bon- the boner joke and... There's the boner joke, the way the movie opens, like the end where she does a strip tease, like just how like loosely dressed the scientist's assistant was. Like I thought for sure we were going to get something. So I was surprised, I guess. I mean, even I think Ginger Dead Man had a boob or two, didn't it? No, I don't think it did. God, the movie was the worst. <laughs> so bad all around. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, anything else you want to add to cinematography? Uh, honestly, like I said, there's like, not really a whole lot here because yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> that's the thing is, like, I, I feel like these. this is one of the movies where, yes, it was so bad it was funny and, like, a good time was had, but I don't think there's, like, a lot to really say about a lot of these categories, like, mostly in the plot. and Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild, that thing, that this was, like almost revived only two years ago with the director's cut because like i don't think i could watch the pg version of this movie i don't think it would be funny no i think you would lose a lot i think you lose a lot i'm kind of surprised that a production company was so dumb as to try to pull that off you would lose the uh the sex death scene in the car where he's yelling (sighs) at her i'm good right i'm good right yeah I forgot about that. This <laughs> okay, uh, cinematography. I gave it a four and a half just because the gore was just so over the top. I gave it a five and a half. Uh, I, I, yeah, the CG was really bad, but it was like <laughs> it was also really I, I, funny. I think the CG is so bad, Jack. Uh, <laughs> audio. I will let you go first. Um, this is kind of where I think the movie almost like falters um i mean looking at my score wise anyways um i i just don't think that other than byron i never really like really fully enjoyed a character Uh, i think again i think byron basically steals any scene that he is in every scene that he's in yeah but 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 i mean like the like you said the cops are just like frustratingly bad I think you can definitely tell that. So many characters incompetent. Oh, like the side cops, like not the sheriff, but the other cops are just like off to the side. The mm-hmm. goons that die almost immediately. Even like the scientist and the scientist's assistant, I wasn't a fan of. Just yeah, I, there, I, were, there were times where like, like when he was cutting the brain open and like riffing. Yeah. I thought that was funny, but yeah, I, I I'm in agreement with you there. I I just and it's hard because I when it comes to this, I never know if it's like oh it's just written that poorly or they were just kind of those kind of actors. I haven't seen them in anything else, so it's kind of hard to judge. So I can give you a little bit into that if you want it. Okay. When it comes to Denise Richards, oh I know she, Denise Richards. I don't I know. Okay, so she, she gets better. Yeah, but not a lot. And then Paul Walker obviously got way better. Yeah, well, the, so that's the thing is Denise Richards and Paul Walker, you can definitely tell that they are not great. They are new. I think the doctor is in Friday the 13th 7. I'm pretty sure he's the guy who takes the weed whacker to the chest. See, this is like, I just, I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, honestly, I found a lot 
less to enjoy in like the audio quality of everything in this movie. Yeah, the there like, were a lot of weird. Score was like there's a lot there's a lot of weird score choices, right? Like yeah. where the, the the caper music plays when they're hopping out of the car and running yeah. away. Oh, like it, it definitely adds to like the enjoyment factor, but the I, schlock it yeah. adds to the schlock. But I don't yeah. know if like. That's why it was it was actually kind of hard for me to score this movie because I wasn't like, oh, I don't know if I should like. This is without a doubt my lowest section. I'll just tell you. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. I wasn't a fan. I Yeah. No, I mean it, it was very very it was rough. You can tell that it was filmed very quickly. Yes. And like uh I feel like it was a lot of that's the take you gave on your first try. We're, <laughs> We're moving on. Yeah. Keeping it going. <laughs> All right, Justin, I gave it a one and a half, actually. Oh, I gave it a two and a half. So it's looking like you enjoyed this a little more than I. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How scary. I, I can start if you want, because I think if one and a half is your lowest score, I will definitely. <laughs> I can go first if you want. It wasn't by a whole lot, buddy. Go ahead. Um, I just I don't think this movie is scary. Um, it's not. No, it's it's not. And I couldn't give it a score basically in the house scary. A high. Well, I couldn't give it any higher than the lowest score just because it wasn't. It wasn't so scary. it got a two for me. So okay. it's only got a one for you. It got a two for me, and it literally got a full point because I was taken aback at times at how much gore was shown. Okay. See, I, I think this is another fact of factor of I had been told uh, like ahead of time that yeah we need to watch the unrated version because see I knew that but I didn't know like I thought it was good. <laughs> again I thought it was more like nudity crassness that oh, kind okay. of shit I didn't really get that it was little because of the gore oh I was so told I was taken aback like again it's yeah. not the best looking gore I've ever seen but there's a lot of it. And it's yeah. like in your fucking face a lot of it. Like <laughs> yeah, when he pukes yeah. the head up or when he pukes the guts on the scientist assistant and stuff. Like it's ridiculous. So it, it literally got a full point from me because I I was shocked and impressed that it gave, me, <laughs> gave us so much. Yeah. All right. Review our scores. We both gave it fives for plot. For cinematography, I gave it a four and a half. You gave it a five and a half. For audio, I gave it a one and a half. You gave it a two and a half. And for how scary... I gave it a two. You gave it a one. That gives it a huge Johnny final score of a 34%. Interesting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Justin, I have to do some typing here. You don't even need to edit this out if you don't want to. Hell, hell no. Uh, we have... Do you have any like, celebratory music or anything? No. What is this? Um, uh, that's all I got, I guess. I don't know. That'll work. We have a new entrant in the bottom 10. Oh, yeah. I figured that much. Uh, taming the T-Rex with a score of 34% makes it the ninth worst thing reviewed on the podcast. It is right below Resident Evil Retribution. Which is the Leon Barry Bird one that has a thirty five percent. You know what? If fun, if fun factored into this, it would be. I would high. watch this again before I ever touch that. Yeah, straight up facts. Uh, yeah, I would. Well, I don't know. There's some cool. But I would watch YouTube clips of the fight sequences. Retribution. I would. I could touch watch it. Tammy and the T Rex again. Uh, and it is right above the last Resident Evil movie. Nope. We'll try again. We talked about it earlier. 
Uh, Ginger Dead Man. No, Ginger Dead Man has got fourteen percent, buddy. It's right. above it, but but right. solidly above it. I don't know. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two, which has a thirty percent. That got that high, eh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tammy the T Rex. Um, is very. I would say this is a very similar reaction that I had to Deadly Premonition, whereas it has certain flaws, mm-hmm. but it's not something I wouldn't go back to again. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, I mean, like I've said, I, I I enjoyed this movie a lot. I I mm-hmm. don't think it was like good. I in fact, well, <laughs> I know it was real bad. But it was yeah. fun, and it was—it's yes. definitely one of those movies that like you need to watch in a group. I think so too. You don't want to sit down with a pen and notepad and take out take it on in a very uh, critical fashion. Yeah, but I mean, to sit down in a room full of like friends and just fucking like have a laugh, basically, I think it is like yeah. the perfect movie for that. I agree. Well, so I'll just review the top ten since we're here right now. Okay. Ten Resident Evil Retribution. 9, Tammy the T-Rex. 8, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. 7, Blair Witch Volume 1, Rest of Par. We need to play Blair Witch Volume 2, Justin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting Six, for you to get your new computer so you can play it, too. <laughs> I think we did last time was better. 6, The Leprechaun. 5, Vampire Hunter D. Goddamn. 4, MacGyver. 3, Resident Evil 6. 2, Ginger Dead Man. And 1, Rampage World Tour. Yes, that is correct. Our patron... Ginger Thrust has two of the bottom five spots for himself. Lord knows what he's bringing next season. Oh, my God. I mean, we know, but... (laughs) We know. So that's all that I have then, Jay, for Tammy in the T-Row. I lied. I have more. Oh, that's right. So Rachel recruited (laughs) the zombie girls to make sure. She wanted to guarantee that this movie won. So I actually have an email okay. from Ariel, who okay. was one of the zombie girls. She actually watched the movie with us as well. That's correct. Hi, Larry and Justin. I'm so excited that Rachel's devious plan worked and you guys are reviewing Tammy and the T-Rex. I saw this film for the first time on late night TV when I was about 15 in the late 90s. It was such a bonkers movie that I immediately started telling people about it, but no one would believe me. There was a Denise Richards movie where her boyfriend's brain was transplanted into an animatronic dinosaur. And they really didn't believe me when I tried to describe the striptease ending. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the 90s, so I couldn't just pull it up on IMDb, and it became a weird fever dream I was left with for years. I have a similar experience with the film Killer Clowns from Outer Space, by the way. When I found out that was actually real and not some vivid nightmare that I conjured, like... It paid off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But ever since it finally got a real release, I have been shouting from the rooftops that everyone needs to see this movie because it is the best bad movie you will ever watch. It has everything. Baby Denise Richards and Paul Walker, dudes wearing half shirts, that's true, a lion mauling, a love story between a girl and animatronic dinosaur, hilarious side characters, and more goofy gore than you could ask for. It was a blast watching with you guys and getting to read all your real-time reactions. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> I have a feeling the 60-second synopsis is going to be hilarious. I hope I did okay. Again, I started getting bogged down in details and realized I had like 15 seconds to wrap up the back half of the movie. Uh, Ariel, P.S. Larry, if you hate this movie, I'm going to have to advise the rest of Zombie Girls that we ban you from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I didn't hate it, and I think what she said is right. It's This is a bad movie. This is not winning any Oscars. 
or anything like that. But we have reviewed a lot of bullshit on this podcast. Oh, this like is I would a rewatch lot better this. than some of the I would absolutely yeah. rewatch this movie. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. So, thank you to the zombie girls. Thank you particularly to Rachel. And thank you to our patrons. This was a lot of fun. We're going to play a commercial for the member podcast of Kaleidoscope Media Network. And then we are going to head on in to the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And on our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. So next week we're reviewing the film uh, Werewolf Within. I haven't watched it yet. Justin has. Um, I'm excited to check it out. It's our first werewolf movie actually on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I have officially moved Dark Souls up, so we'll be reviewing that the week after that. Okay. I think it's I think it's very doable for us. And then we'll be doing King Kaiju Be Scary. Um, make sure you're tuning in because on the Dark Souls three episode. We are going to have one of my favorite things that we have on this podcast (laughs) is the season (laughs) teaser mashup. Uh oh. Right. (laughs) Which is a lot of, it's going to be a lot of work from Justin. And I hope you guys appreciate it as much as I do because I love it. He sends it to me a little bit early so I could hear it beforehand. And he's just so talented. And I just think it's so cool. Thank you. And I also think it's a really, really cool way to tease what's coming up because maybe you don't, some of them. But there's a couple iconic ones that you hear. It's like, oh, shit, they're doing this. There's a couple that I don't know how I'm going to do, but we can approach that later. Uh, no, I have some ideas, actually. Never mind. Okay. Um, so, yes. Uh, yeah. With the theaters opening back up, we are there. taking it very lightly because Canada's kind of doing things way differently. The first mm-hmm. new release movie we have scheduled for right now, which is our watch it and review it right away. Mm-hmm. Is going to be Candyman. Okay. That's in September. I think we'll be open by the end of July. I think so too. Like we'll, we'll see, but that's like that's why I'm putting it way far out there because there's a couple that are coming out before then. Like obviously Conjuring Three came out, which oh my god, that was such a fucking. <sighs> and then uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah. Those are the two movies that I have on the calendar as release date reviews. Okay. Um. So if there's any other ones that people want to listen to, hit us up on, send us an email, hit us up on Twitter or yeah. our Discord, bring it to our attention. But again, I would really like to wait until August or September to give Justin and the rest of Canada time to like open back up and kind of get to a, a more normal status. Because I don't want Justin... Well, I'm not uh, unless, doing... Suspir- unless it is coming to like VOD, then it's always... Well, that's different. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just not doing a Suspiria again. Yeah. Like, I, 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 mean, I will not do it. could do like... Quiet Place Two because I know that's out on VOD. Yeah, I didn't even like the Quiet Place One. I've never, I haven't even seen it. So it, it was okay. The ending was dumb. There was no reason for Krasinski to kill himself. Hey, spoilers uh, uh, <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, it's okay. He wasn't in the trailer for Quiet Place Two. I knew he died. Um, but Killian Murphy's in Two, so I might have to watch I know. It for that because I know. he's one of my favorite actors. Me too. 
I'll wait for it to be free. Uh, so I yeah, mean, Werewolf was in. Dark Souls 3. What? Kaiju season wrap-up. Yep. Can they be scary? Uh, I think you probably know the answer to that already. Um, We've already got all our patron selections. So the patrons know what's coming up next. The only thing I need to ask for them now are their crappy entries and get one more thing from Ginger. What? Justin, we're almost done with Kaiju, buddy. I'm going to leave that in because it's true. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I can't either, especially because what we have coming up next, like we told you guys, Kaiju really let us down on the scary front, so we wanted to bring it. Yeah. And I think we did. I I know in the movies, I definitely start off a little bit lighter, but I really think I brought it with some of these movies. Yeah, I, I think once we get like a little bit into it, It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yes. It's, that's the thing is I, I think a lot of the kaiju movies, even for like for myself, were a little hard. Yeah, I mean, even games too, because there wasn't really any. What did we do for games? Oh, fuck. Sorry. I'm like looking back at this. It was a little fucking wild. Why didn't we play? Don't do it now. We're going, we're going to yeah. have that breakdown in the last episode. Yeah. Damn. We're going to do a season review, so you can save it for that. Okay. <laughs> Are we including okay. the everything that like saw and everything in there? I plan on touching on that as like a whole. Okay. Okay. Um, I there is one thing I want to bring up because I absolutely. I'm going to ask the, you any last thoughts. Yeah. Um. So if you were big into the Super Nintendo when it came out, you probably played uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors or Ghoul Patrol. I played it at a friend's house, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It was very informative for me growing up. It's one. It was basically like the Super Nintendo game I played all the time. Okay. Uh, it is getting a limited physical re-release uh, starting, well, as of recording this, it goes live tomorrow, and it's mm-hmm. only up until the 30th of June. It is coming to like all the digital fronts as well, but the main reason I wanted to bring it up is if you have a Super Nintendo or a Genesis... They are reprinting those cartridges for sale. And it's not like a I have a Genesis. It's like fifty bucks, I think. It's like the On same. Amazon? No, uh I it's for it's under limited run games. They do they always do like a ton of cool shit. Uh, but this is like I the might first. rebuy it then for a Sega the Sega one at least. Yeah, I, I think in I have a nice collection of Sega games. So. If you want like uh the physical copy of both of them i think it's like 50 each um or you can get like i'm getting the physical collector's edition it's like i mean it's, it's like 100 bucks but it comes with like a bunch of cool shit it comes with like a water pistol and all this other crap that i don't need but i want and i'm going to take because it's a, a childhood favorite but yeah so that that goes live and i'm like so i've been waiting for it to happen but cool. yeah so that's 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 all I, else I got. Yeah, I'm just the excited. only thing that I really have to say is that I I mentioned this before several times, but I yep. joined the Zombie Girls for a Polanski fest. Um, a six hour Polanski fest. <laughs> yes, that will be coming out at the end of the month. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll I'll post that when it gets to that, but it was a lot of fun. I I will say I'm happy Justin wasn't there only because I I don't think Justin wanted to chew on Polanski and his artsy fartsy bullshit. For six hours on a Sunday. No, I probably would have just like <laughs> muted myself and taken a nap. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was my first time ever being on uh, 
another podcast. Like it's only ever been here's Johnny, and it's always ever been with Justin. So it was weird going into that, but the zombie girls are really accommodating, and I thought it was a lot of fun. So we'll make sure we post that. Um, do you want to talk about what you did last Saturday night, or is that still kind of being archived for now? Oh, I just I played D and D, and that that's it for now. Okay. But, uh, okay. I know that there was recording. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with that yet. Um, okay. But I yeah. Actually, I played D and D for the first time in like eight years. That was a lot of fun. Um, they cut me from the group for some reason. I told you why. <laughs> but you are not the reason that that first one didn't take off. I promise you. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. I played D and D. Yeah, it was fun. Nothing's coming of it yet, but we'll see. They didn't want to pull us a, a noob through it. They, 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 they cut me out. We're all noobs in the Starfinder is what we're playing. It's like Mass Effect, basically. Oh, but, so I've been way out of it then. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's Mass Effect. Oh, and like nobody knew what we would know. Like even I had to like reread the books and stuff. Like I got, I have like the actual like physical books. Like okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and there's like 400 tabs in there because it's fun. Anyways, yeah, it, it, it was fun. It was a little rough getting going, but uh, we'll see if anything happens with that. I'm not sure if it will, but we'll see. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, next week we're talking werewolves, and until then, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also, in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent. It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.